Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 643 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by a trio, not the trio, but a trio all the same. Kyle Brackey, Ben Funky Askren, and still David Bray. Ollie is just officially not coming on this week. Like, not at He's all. He said he let yesterday, last week he said, yeah, I'll still come on, I'll call in. And then yesterday, or the day before, he's like, well, I, I can't come on tomorrow, but I'll come on but me Wednesday. And then yesterday, he hits me up. He's like, hey, I'm not going to be able to come on this week. So he Jeez, is retired Ollie. from his Dogecoin fortune. And um, It's actually up again today. Somehow. Is it really? Wow, I love that you're monitoring Dogecoin. So I, I think he, as well, much as you I, dismiss I, I, it. You know, I checked that. It's now in the top 10. So when I go check my top 10, you see it. You can't not see it. Does it give you less confidence in the entire cryptocurrency structure that a total joke one could be in the top ten, Ben? Um, no, it, it more speaks to humanity than anything else. Oh, this is this is a commentary. There's a lot. There's, on, a lot of, there's a lot of stupid people here on Earth, Christian. I don't know if you've recognized that yet. Okay, I I recognize them. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> Still seems a little a little odd that a total joke things now it's in the top ten. What is the top ten of what? What does that mean? Most popular uh, or? Mar- mar- no, market cap. Rankings. So, so, so the, the amount of coins times by the price of the coin gets you the total market cap of the of the crypto. Um, yeah, I mean it also. You know what it also speaks to me? It, it speaks to me. It was kind of like the Wall Street bets crowd that really started pushing Dogecoin. And I don't know if you. I mean I don't know if we want to get a finance, but you know. Like Wall Street was so pissed because they kept uh, buying GameStop a couple months back, mm-hmm. and Wall Street was essentially shorting it. So it was it was just essentially people uniting to do something, and it, it made them feel like they had power, which they did. Right when people unite, they have power, and yeah. so I feel like this is them. You know, they were the ones that started pushing the Dogecoin. So I feel like it's that crowd, and I feel like there's just like, hey, you know, they can talk to the next person about it. Like there was a dad that came to my packs last night. And he knows I'm in a crypto, and he's like, Doge. He's like, I made $1,500 today on Doge. I'm like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> you know, but then three of them started talking about it. They, they love some Dogecoin. So, yeah. All right. Hey, Ben, two quick observations. One, you're kind of froggy, Ben Askren, with your voice. And two, what happened? You, well, your oh, voice yeah. is a little froggy. Two, do you have a black eye? I don't think so. Do I? Oh, it looks a little. Your, 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 left. your left eye yeah. looks like. Uh, no, you're from TLC. Yeah, your you know what? I hopped in. Well, I hopped in last night. I did a little uh, one drill. We got one big eighth grader, and they were, you know, I just had them pushing, feeling from over unders. We hopped in there, and then the other one, I hopped in um, live to a lock. We we practiced getting gut locks, you know, and just battling that first first position in freestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so I, I got to teach him how to get a little rough and you know get your hand because you got to get your hand to the armpit if you want to get there, you know. So then, obviously, I, I let him try to beat back up on me when I, when I'm on bottom. So maybe maybe you know, wrestled Caleb, Caleb and Kellen that drill. Maybe they 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 punched me in the eye a little harder than I thought. Yeah, it looks like he might have got you a little bit. Okay, well, hey, so the right. on the show today we got quite a, a kind of a, 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 a plethora a plethora of topics. First one, we'll we'll just kind of bring it up that we're going to talk about it at some point. The Jo Bracket Watch is going to happen. We're hopeful. We don't have it yet, so we can't talk about minutes, it. right? Yeah. So by nine, they're supposed to be out, but you know, give or take, probably. Hopefully, by the time the show's over, they actually are out. So we're going to check those out when they come. We'll see. Jordan Oliver's draw and his. Uh, are you nervous? Fate. This, this should make you nervous. 
Bray is probably the most nervous. Um, he yeah. literally said it before the show. He's like, man, I'm really nervous about this draw. Yeah. Um, he has a Ooh. he has a lot of money wagered on the draw, so I think that could be why. Um, yeah, that's the main reason. Okay. Yeah, dude, he's a it's, a it's a tough field. I mean, it seems like for sure he's gonna have tough guys in his path, but uh, just to find out who they're gonna be, that's what I'm. So I'm nervous about most nervous about Big Bulatov, but we'll see. Well, you know, we had an easy draw at Pan Am's and it didn't work. So now we maybe we'll have oh. a little tougher draw and we'll make it happen. You Here know? we go. That logic Let's doesn't make go. any sense, but it is true. Ben, I have, I have, I need your help with Keegan. Uh, yeah, I, I saw this and I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, so I know I'm you don't. Curious. I know, but you need to intervene. Keegan uh, is what? now, or maybe he has been, but he's a skateboarder, and I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Yo, someone just, someone just told me this. Someone else told, who told me this yesterday. I need you to intervene. Oh, skateboarding is a gateway drug, Ben. And and to, you know what? To what a gateway drug to what? Rollerblading. Pot. Oh, rollerblading is less. <laughs> so actually, actually, Chris, you want me to, I'll, I'll take you deep on that. Um, there's this book, um, let me see, is it Becoming Superman or Chasing Superman? Um, it's a really outstanding book. Yes, it's Becoming Superman by Stephen Kotler. I would so highly, highly, highly recommend you guys read this if you care about sports psychology. Okay. So Stephen Collar essentially follows um, extreme sports athletes, and and he the whole book is about getting getting in the flow zone, right, where you're in the state of flow, mm -hmm. and essentially the state of flow is very pleasurable because you're at the point where your skill level uh, meets the challenge exactly, right? Yes. And if we get too high or too low, if the challenge is too hard, not engaging. If the challenge is too low, also not engaging. So you got to find this sweet spot to achieve peak performance. The flow state. Um, the flow state. And so what happens in this, but this is crazy. So what happens is, well, when they get good, it gets too easy. So they just got to keep doing harder shit. And then they go harder and harder. They all, dude, they all end up dying. They all end up dying. <laughs> <laughs> you think oh, you think he's gonna go like uh, hang gliding like that guy in Wedding Crashers? Uh, yeah. So like, I mean, like one of the crazy things they do, Kyle, when the, the waves got too easy, they figure out how to tow into the waves with the jet ski so they can hit bigger waves. You know, and then yeah. a few people die there. The wingsuits, right? So first, it was like, oh hey, let's gosh. jump off this mountain in a wingsuit, and then it's like, oh no, that's not fun. We got to get closer to the mountains, or we got to go through this thing, or right. And yeah, the then person we need to be worried his... about with that is Johnny DeJulius. Johnny DeJulius. I've, I've, oh, been, I've been attempting to counsel him, but he is uh, immovable in his uh, reckless path. So that, that, and, and then in their follow-up book, they have a follow-up book um, on, on a similar topic. And it was like three more people from the initial book had died by the time they wrote the follow-up book. Okay. I'm not insane. feeling better so, yeah, about I'll, Keegan I'll, uh, skateboarding I will right go now. burn his skateboard. I'll burn his skateboard. Okay. So I'm glad to hear you think it's a bad idea. Um, is it a longboard or is it one that you do tricks on? He sounds like he's trying to do kickflips to me. Listen, you I'll know who it. else was a badass skateboarder? Brent Metcalf. But you know what? He wasn't doing it at University of Iowa. Yeah, Tom Brands burned a skateboard. Yeah, he said. Listen, it's he said, just Mr. Fun. Metcalf, light that half he's, pipe on fire. He is just preparing for the time in his life when he is just out and about, and Tony Hawk rolls up in a car and says, "Do a kickflip." Like he does on YouTube, and then boom. Uncle does says that. Yeah, he he has these YouTube videos where he's just driving around like skate parks, and he's like, "Hey, do a kickflip!" And they do a kickflip. He like gives them swag and stuff, and like signs stuff for him. Um, so he's just preparing uh, for that in life. 
Okay. And it's going to be sick when he does it. Let him be. Yeah. What if he hurts his shoulder? What if he well, starts... I will, bur I will accidentally burn his skin. Yeah, if we, were, if we want to remember, rollerblading is safer. Darren Caldwell, which I did not know until just now, 12 years <laughs> later, permanently injured his shoulder at rollerblading, for God's sakes. Yes. Yeah. That's true. I'm trying to avoid it. I'm trying to help Tiger Style here. Um, it's time yes. to burn burn all skateboards. I burn said the it. skateboards. I will. His dad will do it too. His dad will help me also. All right, Papa. And Papa O'Toole. Like, Where did my skateboard go? And but nobody knows. <laughs> Man, that is the weirdest and thing. Look like a skateboard thief. Every time he gets a new one, burned. Yeah, I don't mind hobbies, but skateboarding is concerning. He's already got disc golf as a hobby. Just play disc golf. That's safe. No one gets hurt doing that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we've handled okay, that. I didn't know that. Well, I did know that. Someone told me yesterday. I didn't think much about it until you brought it up. I didn't either until uh, I listened to the post-match, post-finals uh, interview, and uh, he was talking about it. They like skateboarding. Hey, he does got some pretty good balance, though. So I bet he's pretty good at it. Yeah, I bet. He, I'm sure he's amazing at it. Metcalf, <laughs> all, these guys are great athletes. They have great body awareness. They're probably good at it. I don't care. Uh, I don't care about his happiness. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> Gosh. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Dork. Bracky. Okay. Do you want to talk? Uh, we have new high school rankings, and we have the high school ranker, so it seems apropos to discuss them with uh, David. We have some major shakeups in the pound-for-pound pound ranks, uh, oh. which uh, I think we should probably talk about some. Yeah. Well, so. I, I looked at the weight class rankings, and, and it was uh, honestly a lot less movement than what I had anticipated. I, I And I guess the UWW cats had already filtered in, and so it was just the juniors. And to your guys' point, um, there's a lot of college hits in there. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, there wasn't tons and tons of movement. Yeah, it was, it was a weird week. Um, every week when I'm, like, updating the spreadsheet, guys that have relevant results have, like, have a, you know, yellow highlighted line and this week there were a ton of guys that had relevant results but there wasn't a giant amount of movement just because a lot of the guys results were against college guys or they in many cases kind of fell in line where they already were in the rankings um, but but yeah there was some some movement that was significant pound for pound probably the biggest um, most notably Jesse Mendez had been fourth Richie Figueroa had been fifth. Those guys both moved ahead of Nick Buzakis. Just mm. Nick Buzakis, Russell Greco got hurt, didn't have the chance to hit some of the guys that he would have seen in freestyle. And so now yeah. all of a sudden you've got Mendez and Figueroa who racked up a pile of really, really good wins, and they passed Buzakis. Um, once the seniors come out, it'll be Mendez and Buzakis one and two pound for pound. But, I know. Uh, I almost don't like um, – <clears throat> Gallagher staying up at number one because you got Facundo, Mendez, and Figueroa out here in the streets at, at UWW Juniors. It, it, all three of them wrestled incredibly well. And Gallagher gets to keep his spot because he sat on the bench. I don't really love that. I don't love it either. He, I know he's dealing with an injury. He wanted to compete. Didn't That doesn't matter. Okay. For me, he's got the last head-to-head -head against Facundo. And all year, just by the fact of the high school weight class he was in, he was he was in the streets. We talked yesterday about Fields yeah, and Mugia, true. guys that he hit all year long. Um, so that's why I felt comfortable leaving him number one. He won who's he was at who's number one. Yeah, you know? he won. And I, I know that was a while ago, but that that last head to head with Facundo plus, you know, being untouched in a really tough field all year is kind of what what kept Patty where he is yeah. right now. The Facundo one that was at the where was that the Georgia duel thingy. I can't remember which they, they wrestled a couple times. I think they've wrestled three times, and and 
I think Patty oh, really? had, two, that had two wins. Yeah, going back. But uh, but the most recent one, it was a duel. It wasn't a Georgia duel. It was it was like end of last year. Um, I think like an in season type of thing where uh, really? you know some teams from Michigan, some teams from Ohio got together. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. The other the other thing with Mendez too, we were we were talking about it yesterday in the office when Bray was <clears throat> kind of bouncing this off of us, and his wins from junior nationals in November ridiculous look even better oh, now really from what those that. guys went on to do. So um, Chance Lamer appears to have jumped levels. He he uh, beat him. Um, he's in the junior world team trials finals. Kyle Berwick was an NCAA qualifier this year. Um, Eric Barnett was an All-American. And Brody Teske was a top five guy all, year, all year and then lost in the blood round. So yeah. his wins just look even better now. It's crazy. Yeah, I think there's a legitimate case for Mendez as the number one guy outright right now, given yeah, his, his track record and how many, how many elite wins he has. And that's, that's always been what I've like, thought about the most. I get Gallagher hasn't lost and you know, he's about to come out anyway, so it's fine, and Menez will be the number one. But when you are wrestling that much and you're beating that many elite guys, and then the guys he beat, you know, he beat Dom Serrano. Um, he beat uh, – who do you have in the finals? I'm spacing. Uh, Carter Young. Uh, Carter Young is really good. So He's also a junior in high school. Yes, that's true. Freaking crazy. Um, one, of our, one of our questions well, – go ahead, Ben. Oh, I didn't like committee losing twice and and considering one was to Caliendo who was number 13 at the time feels like he should move down but then when I look like who should he move down below I maybe Drake um and maybe Chittum but then it's like I look all the way down at Crookham and there's like I feel like there's no way he goes below Crookham right yeah when's the last time Crookham wrestled Crookham since, hasn't wrestled since since uh probably PIAA's He's been he would he everything got pushed from his calendar for the first half of that you know because of quarantine he was gonna wrestle who's number one head injury he's been he's been out since then so he hasn't wrestled in forever and he's he's fallen quite a bit as a result of that he was he was quite a bit higher um, should he come out completely maybe maybe that he much should activity maybe he should he's not the only one um, on the pound for pound list he probably is but there's some other guys that. Uh, that in the weight class rankings could come out. It's been a weird year to try to decide what to do with inactive guys because there's a lot of different reasons. Uh, but I don't know. I've kept Crookham in. Just I, it's it's weird for me to imagine a list without him on it. But maybe he should come out. Yeah, I, I'd consider it. Who who did Feldman just lose to? Didn't he lose at um, what term was it? NHCA Ultimate No, he's Ultimate been killing. That's what it was. No, he killed everybody. No? Yeah, that was um, everybody. Okay. Who, who lost? Maybe thinking of Christian Carroll, maybe? Carroll lost. Christian okay. Carroll lost, the yeah. Indiana guy. Christian Carroll got pinned by Ben Keeter in, uh, in those ultimate oh, duels. Iowa. Yep. Cool. Okay. So I have no more complaints. Pump no more complaints for Ben. Ben uh, How many AWA guys we got in right now? In the rankings? Yeah. He's counting on his uh, hands. At least six off the top of my head. Nice. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty dang good. There's one more. We're only ranking top 20 of weight in the whole yeah. country. Buffalo Gap only has three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we had a couple more on the fringe. Like Ben Bass took fourth at UWW Cadets. Mm -hmm. uh, Mirasola took 
second, so I'm sure he's going to be in once you know once the um, seniors seniors, seniors come out because he's only a freshman. Our heavyweight, our heavyweight at UWW, he got. I don't want to say he got screwed, just spread the back. He had to face Hendrickson, and then in the round that he so he won an easy match. Then he faced Hendrickson in the round of twelve, and then he faced uh, Luis Fernandez. So he took a couple butt whoopings, unfortunately. Sounds like it. Yeah, thought he could have got in there, and then Gunner, uh, our guy Gunnarsson placed, and I thought I thought maybe he could sneak in at one ninety five, but I know he hasn't been in a ton of national tournaments, so he doesn't have a huge amount of those type of wins. He's close. Yeah. Okay. Now, now rank your favorite your favorite students. Who are your, who's your favorites, Ben? <laughs> Can't say that live on radio. I'll, okay. I, I tell him in class. I'm like, you know, that's my favorite over there because he listens every time. <laughs> <laughs> I well, listen. I don't lie about it. Like, you know, some guys I don't have a favorite, and, and listen, I don't have an exact favorite. But it's like, listen, yeah, I like him more because he listens and he works hard. I don't have to yell at him. Look, yeah. you, you act like that. I'm gonna like you more too. It's pretty simple. <laughs> Listening's important. I, yeah. I, I, hey, tell me if I'm being a bad, a bad wrestling dad Uh-oh. right now. This is, I'm gonna use the show mostly for this, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> so I'm watching Caleb's practice, and well, the one thing I don't feel bad about this at all. But you know, not everything gets addressed in the practice. So they're drilling uh, outside step and outside step and transitioning to turns and freestyle. Mm-hmm. And then Mike, Mike says, "Hey, all right, now head inside singles." Caleb, Caleb knows what that is. He has one, and okay. he keeps shooting his high crotch. So I don't say anything. Obviously, I'm just watching. And then practice ends, and then they're going, they're they're wrestling live, and but no one's really watching them. So one of the kids will get a takedown, and it's freestyle, and they'll literally be on top for a minute, a minute and a half at a time. But no one's like saying get up or anything. This is just, but this you said practice is over, so this is just like their free time. No, this is practice. This is practice. Oh, I, but I, I don't say anything until practice. So after practice is over, I was like, hey, I'm going to talk about this real quick. Then we're going to go eat P. Terry's. Okay? I was like, after practice, you need to pay really close attention to what coach said. When he says, drill head inside, you kept shooting high crotches. And he's like, tried to say something. Like, no, that's that's what happened. Blah, blah, blah. You, need to, you just need to listen to what he says because you need to work on the different moves that he tells you to. And I said, in freestyle, you may not know this, but you get like – 10 to 15 seconds on top and no one's going to tell you to get up and freestyle your coaches aren't may not tell you but you got to know after about 15 seconds get back up on your feet and start wrestling again on your feet because you spend the whole time on top in in yeah. parterre and that's not really how freestyle works he's like oh okay i didn't know that was i a bad dad to do that after the practice um i i mean obviously you got judge, judges react i gotta see the kids reaction to make a you know, for sure, answer because no. So, but sometimes dad, Ned doesn't seem too bad. Okay, uh, I, think, I think I think you're likely all right, unless he was like eye rolling you. Then just leave the damn kid alone. No, he I, wasn't. I, he's he not was... old enough yet. He's not old enough for you. Like we had, I had one kid yesterday, and once they get like 13, 14, they just don't want to hear from the dad anymore. And it's yeah. like, I'm sure Ozzy's gonna do that with me. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's gonna happen. And it's like. So then you have to realize at that point your breath, your breath, anytime or effort you're spending telling them something is just counterproductive because it's making them frustrated yeah. and making them not enjoy it. And so why? Are you, and then it's creating a rift in your relationship. So why why even bother at that point? Yeah. And that was like I got so lucky that because my it's actually kind of opposite of my dad's personality. He's a pain in the ass. Uh, still, like we're working on a project, he like yell at me and stuff, and I'm like, dude, come on, like I'm 36. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> yeah, you know, but but at, but somehow, somehow, some way, at age eleven, he said, "Ben, this is your thing. Go do it." He didn't tell me shit. Just go. 
Really? Well, so yes. I prefaced everything. I prefaced everything like you're doing great. You had an awesome practice. Good job. Yeah. You're not in trouble at all. But these are things I'm gonna tell you. So I kind of prefaced it like that. Uh, that well, every once in a while, like every one year in a while at, at college, you'd be like, you need to get a little more collar tie. And I'd be like, Dad, what? Like, <laughs> you have a high school level understanding of wrestling. It, it, like I can't even speak the same language as you, so I don't know what you're trying to do right now, but you should probably stop. <laughs> I don't know. Hear him out. Work <laughs> from the collar. Good old Chucker. Chucker's a legend. All right. Um, okay. Cool. Next topic. Uh, moving off of parenting. Hey, Br Bracky did the uh, Oklahoma State lineup look. I don't know if we want oh, to talk about that at this. all. This is fun. This is very fun. Uh, Bracky, talk about your beloved Cowboys. I love oh, yeah. look. <clears throat> Bracky loves the Cowboys. Let me uh, pull it up here. I, I enjoy going there. It was fun when we had their duels. I, I was the guy that did the majority of the calls, uh, and I, I always enjoyed Stillwater and had fun going up to those duels. Um, it could be a really good team again. Uh, they kind of caught – it feels like it, they caught lightning in a bottle there at NCAAs. Yeah. They just kind of had this amazing tournament, especially – two weeks removed from Big 12s where they literally tied Oklahoma. Um, not good. Right, which was not good. Um, I think Oklahoma only had one All-American at NCAAs, and it was a 26 seed. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's going to be a lot of familiar faces. Uh, I think so at 25, I think you run back Mastro. Uh, 33, you run back Fix. And this is where it gets really interesting. So for 41, I listed... Dusty Hone slash potential transfer because I really don't think they want to roll out Dusty Hone. Probably yeah, not. I don't, I don't think they do. Especially because they are really involved in real in the real woods sweepstakes. Okay. And it's obviously that is he is significantly better than Dusty Hone. In fact, I think they've wrestled and it was a major, um, which you would expect. So I really think they're putting all their eggs in that basket. Now, Dusty Hone has wins over All-American Streak Wilson, Kyle Shoup, and Clay Carlson. but So he's not bad. Um, but he wasn't fantastic when he was in the lineup this season or wrestling extra matches. So obviously, if you get real woods, that first three is really right. freaking good. Uh, Mastro was 2-2 two and two at NCAAs. He beat Ragason. Um, at NCAAs, and you feel like he'll just get better and better. He was a true freshman yes. last year. At uh, 49 is another big question mark, in my opinion. I don't, I mean, I don't think they have a ton of confidence in Kane G. Feller. I don't have a ton of confidence in Kane G. Feller. It's kind of crazy. His first two years, his redshirt year and first year, he's 50 and 10. Since then, he's, 10 and, he's 10 and 4 since then. Um, just can't. Barely wrestled. Right. Can't stay in the lineup whether it's injuries, whatever, can't get in the lineup, whatever it is. Um, he's hardly wrestling. He wrestled 57, 49, and then came down to 41 last year. So he's all over the place. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of the true freshmen. And I went specifically with Victor Voinovich, who wrestled 52 most of the season. Oklahoma State's had a ton of success with true freshmen going right away. Um I think Voinovich has a good style to go and wrestle right away yes. because he's one, a great mat wrestler. he's super competent on the mat. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, that's one of the biggest, you know, gaps for some of these true freshmen. I think he's physically, he doesn't look like a, it, terribly immature. He seems like he can hand fight and he's yes. physically yeah. strong. 
um, good positionally. So he, I feel like he's like he's not a finished product by any means, but he's gonna be able to come in and wrestle well at yeah. 149, in my opinion. I agree, and I think he's a guy, a top 20 guy probably, and a guy that qualifies for NCAA's, and who knows what happens once he gets there. Yeah. Um, Wyatt Sheets, I went again with at 57. I know he's going to have surgery in this offseason. Um, and there seemed to be some talk on their message board about whether he would come back. He is just a senior this year. Like, this isn't wouldn't be the extra year of eligibility. This would mm-hmm. just be his senior year. But a lot of people kind of questioned maybe whether he was possibly thinking about just not using it and just moving on. But uh, that, that was just all speculation on that Man, board. Man, it would kind of be an awesome way to go out. Right. Just like the thirty-three coming, you placed. I think. I think yeah. it was a knee injury. I think it was an ACL. Um, I don't think there's any secret there. He was wearing the big old brace. Dang. So I don't. You know, is he hundred percent when he comes back? Because I mean, coming into the season, we're like, this guy. Yes, he's a top ten yeah. guy. He beats Caleb Young, and then he's just clearly not the same guy. He looks hobbled out there. He doesn't even qualify. Doesn't get a wild card, and then he just the bracket breaks right. Where he, he didn't even have to wrestle around a 12 match. Bergie. Right, because mm-hmm. Bergie got hurt. So the bracket just kind of broke the right way. He picked up some nice wins there. and uh, so. I, but again, could this be a spot where if Sheets isn't 100% or he doesn't want to do it again, that a freshman steps in here, whether it's Little Mastro, Travis, or possibly Teague Travis, which I know his results weren't great this weekend, but they really don't have a ton of other options. Man, they gotta get Wyatt back in my opinion. Yeah, what about what about the younger Mastro? Because he didn't he weigh in at who's number one at like one fifty one or something? He's really small. Yeah, holding a bucket of chicken too. Literally holding a bucket of chicken. Yeah, Josh um, Smith could get that man down to one forty one, no problem. No. Forty one. Come on. Guys, fifty one with a bucket of chicken? That's one forty one pounds <laughs> overnight. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I I don't was it fifty one really or was it I, I know it was under one sixty but I don't know if no, it's fifty one. No, it was really light. Someone find find the way. I'll try result. to find find the, the chicken. I'll try to find the post. Uh, we gotta know. Was it Bojangles? Was it Popeyes? It was KFC. KFC. Yeah, Travis. But KFC has a really it's an iconic bucket. It's not the chicken that you, that's, that's that's good. True. It's the bucket, the visual. Oh my god. Yeah. He's right that's about funny. that. Good point, man. I want a I want a bucket of Popeyes right now. <laughs> man. Maybe that's what I'll do for lunch. All right, never mind. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Have some Popeyes. Uh, hey, I said, you guys, I'm I'm gonna get some tacos today. You guys probably got you guys are spoiled. You probably got them out in the lobby waiting for you. Hey, we might have to, tacos. I'm gonna you know make what? my tacos. Bray, we may have to send you out. I'm on this. I already told JD. You, JD's on it. He's on. Does he know our brands? I told him. He tried to say he was gonna get me corn. I said I would do a homicide on him. <laughs> I'd do a home invasion on <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I, I, I took that line from Ben. That's what Ben told Jake Paul. If you saw him in Dark I, I, t- I took it from um, Mark Schultz. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just do love a that homicide. you said, I will do a homicide yeah. on you. I'd create a conspiracy to commit mayhem against you. <laughs> 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 oh, I wish we could talk about that. Um, oh, 165, boy. Travis Whitlake. He had the weird loss to Luke Weber, but outside of that, he's 50-5 and five in his two years in the starting lineup. He's really freaking good. Yeah. And... Think about this. If Griffith and Makai Lewis move up, this could be a guy that's potentially in the finals. Losing but, to Keegan O'Toole. Um, yeah, well, and then, well, and then Wetzel's coming back. Well, yeah, I mean, back. depends on what yeah. side. That's why I said potential. You get the right sure. side of the bracket. You Card maybe truck. get an easier semifinal matchup than somebody else has. Maybe Keegan and Wetzel are on the same side again. Who knows? Um, 
74 is really 74 84 is another most interesting part of their lineup because they went after a transfer at 74 andrew mcnally mm-hmm. um they didn't get him which makes me think they would like to redshirt dustin plot well but what about okay conspiracy theorists here what about whitlake wrestling 79 um and if plot redshirts whitlake moves up something to that effect you said i guess then who do you go with at 65 i felt like that was just whitlake not wanting to cut a lot of weight in the off season yeah i don't know i think 65 is a really good weight for him for whitlake yeah Yeah. 74 is gonna be nails next year right and it also could be a lot weaker weight um so montavo did wrestle two matches down at 74 and it sounds like gear is coming back so if he really? wanted to get in gear the, just loves it and so if he wanted to get in the lineup and you wanted to register a plot you could have montavo go down to 74 um but if let me look at his, it was the two matches at 74 last year and i think he went to overtime with like julian broderson so i don't mm. know what kind of montavo you're getting um yeah or no he lost to broderson in tiebreakers Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> but at like 84, listen to the wins Montavo has at 84. Nino Bonacorsi, Chris Weiler, Nelson Brands, Tate Wait. Samuelson, Alan Clothier, Marcus Coleman. That's the guys he's beaten at 84. The year he qualified for NCAA's year got canceled because oh, COVID. Because oh, gear seven. was up at 97. Mm. Yeah. That should be a period there. Yeah. Um. Wow, yeah, I mean, he's good at that weight class. Yeah, so you got some, you got some options there you can play around with, and and uh, can redshirt plot if you if you want. But I don't know. Do you think the, do you think like an off season can help plot shoulder? Or like, I don't know. I mean, if if it's one of those things you have to have surgery for, you have to have surgery for. I remember I had a few friends who had labrum issues, and they thought they could give it time, and it just no, you can't. You got to get it fixed. Hmm. That stinks. Because that was clearly an issue later in the season with him. I thought it was his elbow. It was his shoulder? Shoulder. I'm pretty sure it was his shoulder, yeah. It would, like, come out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. He would just put he, it oh, back he in. Had, he had the elbow. Didn't he have the elbow Punch injury the last year? Maybe it, he didn't wrestle his senior year of high school, so maybe that's what that was. I think that was an elbow injury. Man, I just remember, this is totally out of nowhere, but think about elbow injuries. I have huge regrets because one of my only goals from going to cadet world team trials was for Ben to show me how on earth someone doing a Merkel can hurt themselves. So, oh, so heinously. No, no, you... hurt, hurt, not themselves, hurt the other person. Okay. So the person, person in doing the... the Merkel hurts the other person. Okay. All right. Yeah. That makes more sense. Oh yeah. They hurt the other person. I need to rewind back to tape because I remember you said, I thought you said the person no. doing the Merkel was, hurting but it's person no the, no no, no. the merkel yeah. okay got it all right back on topic dustin plots not how long till ferrari goes bulk job in heavyweight they're gonna have a hard time keeping him at 97 because i think all he wants to do is lift weights. lift lift weights and get huge and girls it, yeah Five i don't i don't think bronas single to mile <laughs> he is in a, a boot right now so i'm imagine i imagine yes. that yeah, he posted a picture turf toe with with girls, Freak. but he was in a boot. <laughs> Wasn't there also a massive knee brace? It was like from it was from boot all the Let way up look. to like mid thigh. We might have to pull this up. He might be the real ladies man at one ninety seven. Jacob Warner, Jacob Warner, Jacob Warner, and AJ Ferrari. 
the battle for the ladies man title at 197 all right hold on I'm, oh I'm, yeah I'm there's a big up. old knee brace down into a walking boot oh boy oh man what is he doing so we gotta get this to tyler stat he's on it tyler's on it so yeah i didn't know i didn't realize that good catch Jeez. on the knee what in the world why does he have a shirt off? There's no one else with their shirt off. <laughs> That's the whole point. Doing? Of course he doesn't have his shirt on. <laughs> That's just what this he looks does. like a semi-formal gathering, and the man's got athletic shorts and no shirt on. Well, I don't think that's a semi-formal. We got, we got cowboy hats. Semi-formal? This guy's got a, just what guy's got a button wear. up back that's what, here. There. That's what cowboys wear. And that that woman's got a nice dress guard. in the background. Oh, yeah. He's probably warm from the knee brace. He had to pop the top. Yeah. That, that, there's a guy with a backwards hat right behind him. This is not semi-formal, Ben. Oh, that's not a backwards hat. That's a cowboy hat, bro. Oh, ben, no, so right over the hat. girl on the left's head. Left? I don't see it. Okay, oh, anyways. Look at the not kissing picture. <laughs> Between Ferrari's oh, right ear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Probably, that's probably AJ's bodyguard. <laughs> it doesn't appear he has a bodyguard to the right of him. Or the left of him. Uh, right of the picture. He de definitely has an entourage of sorts. That's that's scary that he's got a knee brace and a boot on. What is the deal? Probably too much deadlifting, so he can't. Well, he might he might shrink because if you got those uh, things on your leg, there's no deadlifting or squatting. That was sure. that was gonna be my point. So I think I think this year we stay, we see him stay at 97. He can't he can't be doing the full range of lifting right now. Yeah, um, unfortunate. Obviously, he's he's the favorite heading into next year as well. It's not like he's pulled away from the field, but also. He was a true freshman, right? And he still did it. Yes, it's Braxton versus AJ. That's gonna be it. I think that's the. I think that's the weight. I think that's the final. All right. So then, at uh, and then heavyweight, you run back Austin Harris, which, I mean, two years ago he was an undersized heavyweight who went five and twelve, and this season. He was in the blood round and beat Matt Stencil, Zach Elam, Wyatt Hendrickson, and Quinn Miller throughout the season. That's wild. That I was is so insane. Mad. I was so mad when Zach Elam lost to him. I was so mad. It was pretty shocking. Um, I he, forgot he beat Stencil, too. Yeah, and he beat Hendrickson up pretty early in the year. Hendrickson did avenge it, I think, at Big 12s, but he like majored Hendrickson earlier in he the year. He controlled the air again. Yeah, he eliminated the air strikes the first time around. But then Hendrickson retook the anti-aircraft. Yeah, they were, anti Hendrickson's a, a Kansas boy. I'm really surprised that uh, John Smith missed on him because he he would be a good uh, good spot for them. Yeah. yeah, what was what were his credentials? What did he accomplish? They're better than you realize. Like, I mean, he made uh, a Flow National Final the year I believe the year we went to freestyle. He was in the finals. He was a couple time. Um, Fargo AA in both styles. Yeah, he's pretty. He was solid, solid. Not like tier one blue chip, but he was solid. Yep. Okay. And that's what I think about the Cowboys. That's the Cowboy report. So Daniel Cormier started texting me. He said that uh, they're going to be third place next year. When? Hmm. When? Just now? Yeah. If they if they get real woods, I think they can Listen. make an, another run at a trophy. Oh, yeah, someone's got to do push-ups because I guess I say listen a lot. My wife usually is the one that informs me of things that I repeat too much. Mm -hmm. um, but so everyone's got to do push-ups now, right? You saw that, Bracky, on Twitter yesterday. Well, that's someone's request. I don't believe we're contractually obligated to do no, push-ups. No, no. Not, if not anyone should... the listeners. The listeners. The listeners have to do it. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do push-ups. Um, 
<laughs> Packy. Uh, uh, so Daniel Cormier thinks third place, but everyone forgets they had they had they did have a great NCAA tournament. So when you look at their lineup, you're like, oh, he was all American. He was around twelve, all American, all American. But then we look back at their Big Twelve tournament, which that was was not very good. And so I I think the likelihood of them repeating their NCAA tournament where they had a breakout performance essentially from what their normal was that's going to be hard to do. I mean, you're going to get really big points from probably from Whitlake fix and Ferrari, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of other guaranteed big points. And I, and I also think everyone is overrating their own own team's ability because anytime in history that you could say our whole lineup comes back, that was freaking good. But now every single team says that, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, Okay, Arizona State's bringing back seven All-Americans, and Cornell's lineup is really good, and Michigan's bringing back a bunch of All-Americans, and Penn State and Iowa. And, you know, it's like everyone – I don't want to say everyone's going to have a super team, but everyone's going to have a really – a good team. They feel like they have a good team because everyone comes back, but that's just – everyone has the same scenario. Well, I don't want us to fall into the trap that we fell into – that's your especially you may maybe shoved us into this this trap with Oklahoma State. You had them like two and a half, three All Americans, the whole thing. You were a big poo pooer of Oklahoma State and Cowboy Nation. Listen, they did not have a good year last year, Christian. It's that simple. It's it's true. It's true. Hey, if, that, because if you looked at them after the Big Twelves, and we we asked that same question, which I don't think I did, you, you would not have picked six. <laughs> that is that is a fact. That's a fact. Um, yeah, they had six. Five are coming back. Boo's the only one that's not. It would have been his seventh year, and he's done. A, he's had a lot of injuries, so don't blame him one bit. But if you you take Boo out, then you put in Real Woods at forty-one. Do you feel pretty good about that? That feels top three to me. Uh, potentially, I think. Who are the other big contenders in there? We'll see what Michigan Cornell, gets. Michigan, uh, Penn State, Iowa. Well, yes. Missouri's got a squad coming Missouri, back. Missouri, for Missouri sure. for sure. Yeah. NC State. Arizona maybe. State. NC State. Arizona State's got seven All Americans. This is what I'm saying. It's it's like NCAA's will be tougher next year, hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. It's gonna Hokies. be about as tough as it gets next year because everybody comes back. Yes. No doubt. Shout out Daniel Cormier. Big fan. Okay, next up. Where do we want? Let's talk about seniors. We have uh, we have managed to not do that at this point, uh, but now we will talk about senior nationals. How much did you watch, Ben? Not much at all. It was boring. Every time I looked over there, I'm like, eh, not interested, not interested. Um, the junior, the juniors are uh, so much better. I was, I enjoyed them. I watched a couple senior level matches, but probably. Less than ten. I watched the Mark Hall Trent final. Mm-hmm. I watched a handful of matches, but not very many. So let's let's hit on the high notes and the things there I think you you'd be interested in. One, Jaden Ironman, Dom Demas. Ironman comes out, wins the tournament, beats Demas, who they've got had uh, definite battles in the past. Uh, thoughts on Jaden? How he looked uh, against Demas? Um, yeah, he well, he looked good all tournament because. Uh, Demas had a nice win in the semis. Um, and it's so funny because 65 were so deep. I mean, Jaden Ironman didn't didn't qualify at for the Olympic team trials, right? And 
yet we still we haven't got a world medal there since 2006 so for me it's such a conundrum because i feel like we're so good and we have so many great options and then at the same time we we can't get any production there so it's like a really weird feeling for me about that weight class yeah i i agree demas as you mentioned pulled the upset over pat lugo in the semi i did not expect that uh that result just lugo's looked really good but yeah demas gets it done Terry Brands was uh, furious at the end of this match. He apparently asked for a yellow card until he got one at the end of this match. So that was a, a little <laughs> side note. If you watch the match, you see Terry come on at, at the very end. I don't think he appreciated how the match was officiated, but his guy won. Jade Does Ironman. he ever appreciate the way the match is officiated? I'm sure. Yeah, probably some. You just don't hear about those times. Nobody talks about those times. Nobody talks about the times he doesn't yell at the officials. <laughs> okay, so good job by him. J James Green is just, I mean, we've been saying it forever, but at 74, he's not the same. At 65, he's not the same. At yes. 70, he is, he is James money. Green. He's money. He's James Green. Yeah, he's good. Speaking of, oh, shoot. Um, I should have copied what? it over from last the last show, but we have a trailer for a uh, James Green flow film that's going to be coming oh, out. Honest shortly I, I wanted to play it uh oh he's well, got it uh, hold, i'll give you oh you already got it okay i was gonna give, I was gonna give you 30 seconds to pull it up and talk about something else but go that's okay it looks like uh tyler's got her got her ready to go so we'll we'll just watch it and then uh follow up afterwards james green attacks immediately this sport is going to take him around the world you just knew it Say oh, like, oh four, my maybe. goodness he had the tools to achieve great things James Green, one of the best transitional wrestlers from takedown to lace. James Green! Wow! That's 10. Our motto was takedown to win, and he was very good at taking people down. When he's pulling the trigger, James Green is as good as anyone in the world. If he went through what he went through at such a young age, I think it has a lot to do with what he's doing today. When's the last time you were here? I, I'd say actually probably the night that we got the call. It was a tragedy that a lot of people have to live with. Nobody had time to prepare for it. What happened that day? You could just feel that they were hurting. He's always been a more reserved person. He would have had every reason in the world to pick other paths than the path that he chose. I was like, <laughs> clueless of what to do. You kind of had to make sure James just continued to stay involved. Wow, this guy who sells tents got him a lot of exposure. A lot of times I was practicing at different places. I was playing field in Hunterdon, wherever I can get in, wherever Bob could get me in. It's been a long time since he did this. <laughs> I just wanted him to be around positive people and learn what he could learn. I knew we always had a shot to win. Yeah, I wanted to show people that I could beat these guys. Everybody was saying, who is this James Green? Who is James Green? Very cool. Excited nice. for that. Um, if you don't know, James has had to endure a lot um, as a as a kid and went through a, a pretty um, hor horrific tragedy. So check it out. James is a James is an awesome guy and definitely an inspiration. And it's cool to cool to tell his his story for sure. When's that coming up? Uh, soon. 
<laughs> well, now you got me wanting to watch it. I'm like, I'm going to go flip this thing on. Yeah, it's not out yet. It's not done yet, okay. but it will be soon. And um, right. we will make sure it is it is fully known. All right. Yeah. Um, man, he is so good at 70. And, and I've brought this topic up. Weight classes matter. Weight classes matter. And he's not the same guy at 65. Uh, he can't do it really. 74, he's just a little too small. And listen, that's a big gap. That's uh, just 20-ish pounds. It's, it's a mm-hmm. big gap. And so that's why I always go back to, you know, when we actually had 10 weight classes in the Olympics in, you know, 88, 92, 96, there was, there was spots for people that were the right size. And now sometimes I feel like at the international level, we kind of de- degrade some people or think, oh, that guy's not as good. And the simple fact is there's just not a good weight class for them. So, you know, let's say like a Logan Steber, he's not a 25 or a 43. He's like a 34, 35. That's what weight he should be at. You know, there's a lot of guys that are kind of stuck in the middle somewhere. Yes, without question. So good to see James back up at his his regular weight class. Uh, Who in America could challenge him? Because I would have said – Maybe, obviously, Deacon is a guy who has beaten him. I would have said someone like Nolf. I feel like those guys have left the weight. Hayden Heidley's yeah. going up to 174. He's yeah. going to be a 74 kilogram at the lightest he would ever go. Who do we see in the future that could challenge I James? I, like, I, well, I think, I think Pantelio is going to be really good and have a lot of success at that weight class. But who else? Yeah, I, I don't know. I Because I mean, David Carr, I don't see as a 70-kilogram guy. And I, I don't agree. see him beating him either. Uh, um, but he would be I a guy I'd be like... the class for a long time. Yeah. Since... Uh, I'm trying to find the previous. I get it right. But yeah. So since 2015, he's only lost to two guys in America at 70 kilos. And um, one of them was Deacon... He avenged it in the mm-hmm. best two out of three. And then I think in 2015, the first year he made it, um, he lost to like Chamberlain at the U.S. Open. Or maybe, no, it was LaValle. It was LaValle at the U.S. Mm. Open. And oh, my then gosh. He, I have no recollection of and that. And then he avenged that one too. So the, since 2015, those are the only losses to Americans at 70. Yeah. So unless Kevin LaValle comes back, he's in good shape. Oh, is it, or is it Joey LaValle? Which one? It was Kevin. Okay, Kevin. Got it. <laughs> Yes. So, man, that's that's sort of insane. What a, yep. what a record he's had, and yeah, I don't see like you look at one fifty seven ranks. Who who's there? Who one forty nine? Um, I can't imagine you know, Sasso or O'Connor beating him. What yeah. if? What if Zane Rutherford said, "I'd like to be seventy for a couple of years." That'd be fun. I'm a big person. I don't want to cut down to sixty five. That is hard for me. I don't know I if you would see that. You know, he just lost to, um, yeah, he just lost to Nick Lee. I think he's big for the weight. I, I think those are the kind of guys that that could challenge him. But I don't yeah. see Yanni ever going up. No, I, I mean that that's a, that's a good one. I, or George Jordan Oliver potentially. Um, I, I think James Green is the favorite against both Zane and and Jordan Oliver at seventy, not at sixty five, but at seventy. I think he's the favorite. Well, he literally beat Jordan for the what spot was the non-Olympic non-Olympic in 2016. Yeah, so he has beaten him, and Zane, I think so. 
I, th- I think I'd favor James, but yeah, th- it would it would make me think. It would make me think a lot if if it happened. Uh, but man, he just it just feels like lock him in for twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three, and then yeah. you know he'll be in the same boat in twenty four. Unfortunately, but man, if you're making world teams, you're making world teams, and that's a I agree. It's totally. a big dang deal. So, um, you got brackets out nine o'clock. I'm wearing out the refresh function on the UWW's page, <laughs> but no brackets yet. Ooh, uh, wait, 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 hold on. Are you sure? Wait. The thing looks di- it looks different to me. They added they added the the section where the brackets will go, but the brackets are not out. No yet. brackets. There are less competitors too, right, Bray? Yeah, down to 29. Mm-hmm. We thought they were going to be 35. We are down to 29 people. 29 people in the. Oh. What's uh? Hey, so this TS1, TS2, and their draw. I think they're starting to come out. Um, look at the. I'm looking. It's good radio. Entry list. Great oh, radio. I'm trying to figure it out. There's there's so many What's different. T- places. Oh, I see. They have an N number and then TS1. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's no T- separation. It could be their TSA Column Real Budo, Italy, baby. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. He better not Don't run you. This. Oh, my God. Seabass, Puerto Rico, stand up. Dave Habit, Slovenia. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. None of them better ruin this. Yeah, they better not blow it. <laughs> we, need, we need to get them to transfer to America if they if they qualify. They're like, Habit, you're in. Thank you. Yep. We're taking your spot. But you could go, but we just need we just need uh What is Dominica? Jacob Camacho's brother's wrestling for Dominica. What is Dominica? Dominican Dominican Republic? Republic? Maybe. Is it Jacob Camacho's brother or is it just someone yeah. with the last name Camacho? Oh, it's Jacob Camacho's brother. Kozak said <laughs> it's it's not. Are you playing? <laughs> Kozak said T S one and T S two are the precedes by separation points. Oh, so they have I, those? I thought there were no separation points. Well, Think again. Think think again. I'm you know. They tricked us. I didn't know that either. I didn't know the Turkish guy. Kill us. I didn't can't say his name. He's good. But Google twelve. So far we don't know. Kozak ranked like the the ten the ten kind of biggest threats to JO and he's got Kill as the eighth guy. How about Gadziev? He's gotta be high. Yeah, he's the second. Kozak's got him second. Gadziev's super tough. Yep. Oh boy! All right. Well, we'll keep we'll keep looking and hoping right. for hoping for the best. Hey, D- David, do you know when we can start wrestling or watching Jordan wrestle? Like when when his session would start? It's gonna be during the show tomorrow, isn't it? Uh, some of it will. Here, let me let me pull up the the schedule to make sure we get it. Yeah. Right. So tomorrow be- qualification rounds start 4 a.m. Eastern time. Oh my gosh. Love it. Um, eleven That's o'clock pretty, yeah. is the is the semifinal. So eleven o'clock a.m. is oh. like the match to go. Oh my gosh! Are we done well, hopefully we're in that. Hopefully we're in that. If I mean, if uh, if we are in that, it you know definitely maybe take a peek at uh, some of Jo's matches from earlier. Maybe yeah. yes. Oh, by this time tomorrow, maybe. something crazy will have happened. Mm-hmm. Almost assuredly. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Bracky's getting nervous. I am. He's sweating through his WB shirt. Dry fit, oh, dude. And we lost, oh, we, what we the lost heck? Ben. I literally look up and Ben is gone. He's nervous, dude. Who does this? I mean, what, what the heck? What kind of, you know, at least, you know, when I go up or, or when, when Ollie has to pee, you know, at least they say something. This guy just gets up and just pieces out. I just looked up and you had vanished. I'm back. 
Like the like my the rapture had happened. I've been left behind. Hey, oh my god. Oh hey, listen, I have a special <laughs> cup today. I'm about to tell you guys. We didn't talk about this last. Oh, we're, I gotta get in the middle. Uh-huh. Lucas Smith, my good buddy, since like 13 or 14 years old. It's been a very long time. He just got uh, elevated. He was intern head coach, interim head coach. He is now the real head coach of Kelsey Bakersfield. So big congratulations to him. He's such a great dude. I mean, I've known this guy like I said forever. Wrestled together in Wisconsin. Um, and to see him get a full-time head coaching job, it's pretty tremendous. That's awesome. Well, start if you really like him, you'll send all his, your best wrestlers to his school. I actually started looking up what it costs to go to school there and, and stuff like that, so I could potentially send in some guys. Unfortunately, Bakersfield is not a really sought after sought after um, location because it's it's in the middle of the Central Valley, and you know it's not like it's not like Cal Poly, like you're in a nice place. You're, you're really not doing a good job of here. selling the program here. It's, ben. Hey, it's, it's prominently featured in the TV show Baskets, so yeah. that's what I would. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's my, here's my biggest strategy. You got to be honest about stuff. Right, you can't tell kids. Oh, it's beautiful here, and they come there and they're like, "Wait, wait, 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 hold on, hold on a second here." You gotta tell them what you gotta tell them what they're gonna get, you know. And but you're gonna get a good coach. I mean, this guy is uh, he's a really, really just a, just a great person. Like, so yes, if I had my own sons or daughters and they wanted to wrestle in college and he wanted to recruit them, I would feel very comfortable sending sending them there. I heard there's a. You also uh, get to be a roadrunner. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no other school that can is say a that. Cool logo. Meet meet. Yes, that's a very cool logo. I heard there's a, a school, I won't say which school, but a, a, a big school power program where they, uh, they, when they're bringing in big recruits, they fly them in at night and it's in a small college town that's not, you know, super cosmopolitan. Okay. They fly them in, they drive them into the town. So they, they kind of, the sun comes up and they're in the city, they're on the university, they're doing the thing, they do their whole trip and then they don't fly out till the nighttime. And then it's so when it's still night, water. And then they fly, they drive to the airport, and then they fly back. I said I wouldn't say. That's got to be Stillwater because that place is a dump, and somehow they convince everyone to come there. Stillwater is not a dump. Stop. <laughs> I don't think it's, a dump. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, you could get some nice acreage for not that much money, I bet. I like it. I like it too, but I'm not going to sit up here and say it's Austin either. Thank yeah. you. Well, come yeah. on. What's not Austin? Austin? I mean, what's Austin? Okay. Why are it's we comparing? Not a lot of college towns. I'll say that. Although Austin did just have that referendum, uh, I saw it vote. Tim, I followed Tim Kennedy, and uh, you're talking about you guys were voting to allow the the tent encampments all over your city or not. And I don't think it passed, so they got to clean that up. Yes. Yeah, they, I think May twelfth is when it, they start cleaning that crap up. May the twelfth. That, that's gonna be crazy. You guys are gonna have some riots or something. It's gonna. No, be we're not. People, no. You're it passed saying. pretty, no pretty, pretty overwhelmingly. No yeah. No. Don't get yeah. me started. It's been, I mean, it's been, it's, it's gotten crazier and crazier. Every time I come down there, every six months, it's different. It's crazy. Listen, yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's poop raining from the, from the sky. Human excrement everywhere. It's, it cannot be. This doesn't work. No, thank you. It doesn't Clean work. It. It's, not, it it's not a good policy. We have a beautiful city. Send them to L.A. Anyways. Um, avoiding politics. Uh, we got an update, Bray. <laughs> Dude, I'm no, I'm sorry. Right, no brackets still. What the heck? We need to start. Ask, we need to start taking questions, and then and then if we the brackets them. come out, then we okay. Let's do the questions. We got we got cues. I just refreshed the, no, the entry list, and it says, "Whoops, looks like something went wrong." Internal server error. I think that means they're probably doing something. To yeah, it. they're probably doing something. This is good. 
Uh-oh. Things are happening. All right. happening. Any idea on when and where men's U23s will happen? We heard first Ohio, then Texas, now Nebraska around Memorial Day. Um, can you update location changes to UWW events because of the COVID? Thanks. Well, That's the I, question. Yeah. I think Memorial Day is probably the time you should probably have circled for U23s. Um, I think we'll have an announce, USA, not we, I think USA will have an announcement this week, I think I heard, I read. Nice. Um, uh, but nothing nothing official as of yet. So hopefully, hopefully Sorry, so. go ahead. I'd like to go. Yeah, You'd it, like to go. It's been frustrating with, uh, you know, USA Wrestling, I know, I know how challenging it is, so I'm not trying to... But they update the updates have becoming so late. Like for example, for the the cadet and fourteen U duels, which I'm planning on going to. Uh, you know, if you go to the page, there's still there's like no schedule, no updates, and, and we're talking. You know, we're I don't know five five weeks away now. Like we're we're not very far away. Yeah. We should be planning for these things, and we don't have any information. Are you going to junior cadet duels? Uh, so so no cadet and fourteen U to the schoolboy division. They're both in Indianapolis, but they're like on separate sides of Indianapolis. Whoa. And so ideally it would be like, you know, uh, say a Tuesday and then a Wednesday morning, and then a Wednesday night and a Thursday where they don't totally overlap um, is what is what I'm hoping for. So I can attend both of them. Um, but again, the schedule's not up, so I can't tell you that I can attend both. But my, my goal is to attend both those age divisions uh, in Indianapolis. Okay. I had a summer where... I went to uh, he brings us up all, the time. all three age oh. age level duels. Really? Yeah, and went straight from schoolboy to cadets. I was on the road for like eight or nine days in a row. All the while, what was going and on? And I missed world team trials because of it. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, one of the tremendous things for me is that um, Wisconsin Dells does not give an F about Corona. And they've had like... They don't. Every and they don't Bregi. it's like but it's been like that since december bro it's wild it is wild up there you go there it's like a different world and uh so they've had all the events there so i haven't had to like travel for much right it's just go to the dells for the day or what day and a half or whatever it is so i haven't had to travel too much now you know and the kids nationals in the dells and so i'm gonna try to get out obviously to the schoolboy and cadet duels and then obviously fargo well i love to dominate in the dells I hope they have more stuff there because I want to go to it because the Dells were pretty freaking Dude, they sweet. Have, they had so much stuff there in the last year. It's been crazy. Good for the Dells. Um, yeah. yeah, it's funny because like every restaurant and store had like a mandated mask, but just no one was wearing them. They just were putting the signs out. No, nobody. It's wild. Yeah. Um, nobody even like a lot of times you see people masks like just have them down or they have the net gaiters pulled down. But they like have them in case yes. they need to. Just, uh -huh. But they not no mask in sight. No, there's no. doubt. Uh, <laughs> Great Britain has a um, pretty interesting entry here. George Anthony Ram for Great Britain. So we'll see how he does it. Great 65. Britain is wrestling. Uh, according to according to my documents here, yes. <clears throat> that, that the entry list did move from 29 <laughs> all the way down to 28. One less person. Oh. They're dropping like flies. Uh oh. Good. Uh -oh. Get out of here. Jordan Oliver is still on the list, so that's... Nestor that's Barrios, Tafur, 74 kg. Maybe we get him in. F Mitchell Feinsilver. Mm -hmm. We got all kinds of American wrestlers. I love it. I hope Americans wrestle for so many countries. I love it. I, oh, I hope boy. it continues. Malik Amin from San Marino. That's three at 74. 
I know you hate it, Christian. I love it. I love opportunity for our guys. They have opportunity. More opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like four, four, four or five spots at the Worlds. Sigh. I won't get into <laughs> it now. All right. Uh, entry list is down to 29 names, according to the Wrestling Nomad. Oh, my gosh. It's 28 the now. Guy, 28 now. The guy that I wrestled first on the Olympics in 2008 is still wrestling. He's got to qualify at 86 kg. No. How crazy is that? That's what wild. was his name? He's a Hungarian, right? Istan Vereb. Man. He's still trying to shake that cradle. He did good. He got a world medal at some point. We got Dominic Abinader from Lebanon, Ethan Ramos from Puerto Rico. You love it, Christian. I, You know what? For whatever reason, I don't mind it when it's the guys that I think would never threaten for teams, but when it's like, you know, That's the, the Michiches or the maybe a Seabass, I don't know. But Michich is literally. At, at 25 would have been a threat. Or a threat at 25. Yeah, 125. 57. Uh, 57, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no question. No question. Um, yeah, and then the guy like Gomez, who is, you know, almost beat Jordan Burroughs. That's, a, that's sort of alarming. Wait, I'm confused. I thought, I, I, mean, I might have thought this is Evan Ramos and Ethan Ramos, uh, they got to be brothers, correct? I think they are brothers. Did I, got a, I got them mixed up the last the last tournament they entered too, Ben. Really? Did, but yeah. did Evan, which one wrestled in North Carolina? Ethan. Ethan. Where did Evan wrestle? Nobody knows. Know, to be honest. Hang on, I'm looking. Shippensburg. Go Shippensburg. South Central PA. But he's coaching at Buffalo now. Ooh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um, We're just stalling at this point. Yeah, we need yeah. more questions. Oh, yeah, we've, we've got, got more. We, we've, we've got, got, got more. questions for friends. We've got more. We're, we're already These work. damn brackets, you're already 17 minutes late, UWW. Who is the top returning uh, high schooler, other than Mendez, that had the best tournament? And that he's referring to UWW juniors. So I was looking at this. Um... I I think Bray will probably be the best source on this, but I thought Carol and Caleb Henson stuck out to me. But who do yeah. you think? Caleb Henson, great pick. Yeah, Caleb Henson. Um, Christian Carroll's bracket was was not as tough as Henson's. It wasn't um, great. But I mean, yeah, Christian Carroll looked solid. He made the finals. He should have made the finals. So that's a good solid performance the way that you expect. But Henson really really looked great. The other, the other one, Matt Singleton, who I th- I think he's from the same school as Henson. Um, he obviously won Greco, and then he placed relatively high in freestyle, so he, he had he, a really good tournament. Also. Yeah, he was seventh. He lost to Trey Munoz twice, so just lost to one guy. Um, yeah, he looked good. I I kind of thought he might do a little better. I think I might have picked him to make the finals or something, but really? uh, yeah, you did. I remember we were. But it, I don't know. I just I think I think a lot of him. He's really good. Hmm. Okay, um, good. That's, you guys would know a little better than me. What makes yeah, Kyle Ferrari decent? He had a decent tournament. Yeah, he did good. That's a good point. He forfeited on the backside, but he beat that. Who did he beat that was really good on the front side? He beat. Um, he beat someone, and then he, he and then he was Ed beating Scott, Ed Scott, too, yeah. but then he got gutted a bunch at the end. I don't recall who he beat. Sorry. Next, week I'll try to track it down. What makes okay. Kyle Brackey more angry? Watching the Packers ma- mishandle the Rodgers situation or watching <laughs> Joey Gunther wrestle? Oh, the Packers. <laughs> yeah, I knew that would be the answer. The Packers, 100%. I could I, – if, if I could ensure that Aaron Rodgers would 
finish his career as a Green Bay Packer, I would go back and I would watch every single Joey Gunther college match. <laughs> every single one. <laughs> every single one. I, and you know what? I'm going to make you commentate them too. It's fine. Oh, You'll do it. Fine. <laughs> I'll, be a, I'll be a smart ass the whole time. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's how serious he is about this situation. That's funny. All right. Uh, question from an actual cannibal. I loved hearing about how much you all rules guys hate dumb rules. What are the dumbest rules that have ever existed in any style? For me, it's the no oh. leg stuff in Greco. <laughs> ah, that's a good statement. Hey, you know what it is for real though? Was that uh, uh, almost takedown point? The yeah. almost takedown point made me insane because it was such an arbitrary bullcrap thing. Like, give me an effing break. Either it's a takedown or it's not a takedown. Almost takedown, get out of here with that. Yeah. You know what else is a weird one for me? What? I don't know if I hate it or like it or what. I think I hate it. The correct throw. Oh, hate it. Hate correct it. throw. If it was correct, then it would have worked. What's then it correct worked. about it? It's like, correct. what? what I, about, yeah. Why not a correct leg attack? Well, that was a good penetration step. You just couldn't take them down. Yes, I mean, I that's, agree. It's that basically similar time. similar logic there with the correct throw. Do you, did um, you guys hate the almost takedown also? Oh, my gosh. It yeah, was preposterous. It was, <laughs> it was like, yeah. what? Yeah. And I remember them trying to explain it, like, when you would get the almost takedown. It was so it, dumb. It, yeah, that I mean, was can, can I throw out, like, the entire scoring system in, in the 2005 to 2010 era with the three periods and the ball grab to determine? I mean, that was... That was like 2012, right? No, I thought 13. they got rid of it before 2012, didn't they? No, they definitely... Jordan Burroughs won a ball draw Olympics. Um, I thought that was the first Worlds, but then I thought it was not. Okay, so 2012, that was dumb. So dumb. I think I think 13 even was like that as well. And okay. then, Well, I hated that. Yes, I hated it too. That whole thing was bad. Um, well, the upper hated, body clinch in freestyle, that was stupid. Mm -hmm. I, hated, uh, I hated that takedowns were worth as much as step outs. That was dumb. That was so pretty much we're saying we hate freestyle. Yeah, but we don't. I don't we disagree. love freestyle. We hate the old freestyle rules. We hate the old freestyle. We like we like basically everything about new freestyle. What's the worst folk style rules that we've we've encountered? I mean, they, they've changed so they've changed so much less than. Well, we know the rule that we hate the most on the edge. We don't have to get I mean, into that again. Oh the hands the face. Hands yeah, to the face is all yeah. time. That was that legendary was status. That is but just, that was a, that was funny because that was freestyle and folk style like the same time period. Now they never call it ever. Yeah, because um, Zane in um, that freestyle match was it against Jordan? Jordan, the, which uh, was actually decided on a correct throw, a correct throw, and a oh hands to the face. Gosh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which that was a weird correct throw because it was off a of Zane shot. Zane shot, and then Jordan did a little weird little. Kind of attempted a throw or exposure, but yeah, he got two yeah, on the correct yeah. throw. Uh, that, that, that was, I did not like that call at all. That was calamitous. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of other rules I hate. Yeah, it's going to be tough to. It's going to be tough to stop uh, hands to the face from reaching the top of this podium because that that was just. That was just so so embarrassing. And then the best was when coaches were throwing challenge bricks for hands to the face calls. 
and they were looking oh, God, for so did he annoying. go below the eyebrow. Let's give my him an eye was, poke. Let's, show me the legal one, Christian. <laughs> My favorite was a couple guys who would who would like move their face into the into the like Ooh. into the hands. We did have some of that. That yeah. was nice. Oh yeah. I love the I love the, oh, the evolution the of gamesmanship. The, yeah. of the, the gamesmanship. Oh, All right. God. So yes, a big pants says new workout. Do a push up every time Ben says listen, and a pull up every time he mispronounces a name. I'm saying you guys are gonna look good this summer if uh Flexing if you on. do this. So. Yeah, uh, Tyler, our producer, actually said he wanted to start. Uh, I forget what the, what the, his deal was, but every time you say the S word, which you say all the time, Ben, you don't realize. Great it. word, great word. You guys should use it more. <laughs> <laughs> I used it yesterday. Yeah, he Outstanding did. Outstanding word. Outstanding yeah, word. yeah. I forget <laughs> what the best uh, words. Kyle will ha or Tyler will have to remind me, but I forget what he said. We, would... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what what we should do is every time he says the S word, he has to buy a Dogecoin. That's what we should. Well, that would that'd be. I would just say. <laughs> yeah, you would just oh. say it a bunch. Then. Oh. Uh, you don't no, like. I, so, I, I wait, do not that own sounds like Doge. you. You do have some Doge. It sounds. You know like. what? You know what? Here's the deal. I I I'm. This is probably a bad part of my personality, but because I've been so against it. And and I don't really I don't see any real value in it. I have not bought it. Just like XRP, also, despite the fact that I knew it was going to rise in value, I could have never predicted the rise that it's had. But I XRP, about both. I mean, well, Doge more than XRP, but both of them have been like 10 x. I mean, why Doge did XRP like go up? I thought it got in like trouble or something. Sorry, it did, and, and then and then they got out of trouble, so now it goes up. Okay. This is my. This is a great question from Zach Attack Ronis. Uh, would you rather? Oh, I'm gonna change the question, Zach Attack, because uh, oh. it says because he says, would you rather wrestle the strongest man in the world or the fastest man in the world? But when I read this the first time, I read it as, would you rather be the strongest man in the world or be the fastest man in the world? Mm. So I kind of want to answer that. I don't know what I want to. What I, I, I know where my pick is. I would I would like to be the fastest man in the world because the strongest man in the world is going to do all kinds of things that are counterproductive to his long-term health. Those guys cannot live a very long time. So I'm going to go be the fastest man in the world. Yeah, I've watched some of the, the documentaries and just, just the eating alone that is required. I know everyone, it yeah. sounds great to have to eat a lot. What It's just like their life is just eating food, more food than they can eat yes. all the time. Just like horrible, that just that just seems terrible. Although, and like the steroids, etc., etc., etc. Although in this scenario, in my imaginary scenario, it's you don't have to do those things. You're just like you just are that. You just uh, poof. You are the strongest man in the world. And I can. No, dead. that's not fair. That's well, not fair. let's just say. All right, let's just for the sake of the argument, Ben, you could be. You could not change anything about yourself, but you would become the strongest or the fastest man in the world. Whoa, that, I would, so if I don't have to change anything. I would be the strongest for sure, right? I think I'd it, be the fastest. You want to be the fastest? Yeah. Well, I so don't like, want to run. I don't want. I don't run away from anyone. So I'd much rather be the strongest. You know, Ozzy's like this. Ozzy's so funny. He he's got way too much testosterone for a three year old. But we play this game, Burgers and Trolls. You guys watch that movie with your kids yet? We've seen Trolls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Burgers try to eat the trolls, and so my my girls love playing this game where they got to run away from me. Ozzy will not run away from the Bergen. He will only try to fight the Bergen. And so he like ruins the game every time because he wants to fight me. And I'm supposed to go chase the girls, but he's trying to fight me. So 
I don't want to run away from anyone, Kyle. You're scared like a chicken. I want to. I want to be strong. No, I just want to be Usain world. Bolt or Tyreek Hill. Make bank, oh, bro. Yeah. He wants to play. He wants to be the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Kyle still got <laughs> NFL dreams. Oh. So now yeah. we're gonna use this to make money. I see. I thought it was just like we just got to do it like in our free time. Yeah. Well, some of us haven't I'm made our, level thinking. Some of us haven't made our money yet, Ben. We're still, uh, <laughs> we're still, we're still climbing. Still trying to find our nut, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's that's kind of funny. We played a game called Chase the Cheetah for Natalie's birthday. I had to, I had wore a cheetah tail and everything, and they chased me around with Natalie and her friends for her birthday. Uh, so <laughs> similar concept. Okay, so I would, I think I'd rather be the strongest man in the world. Just I feel like it has more. Uh, Real world applicability. And he just lifts. It just be, it's just cool to just be able to lift stuff, you know? Yes. I agree. Move a car. Run circles around you guys. So Is would there... you be able to be the strongest at your at the current weight you're at though? Because then that would be extra tremendous. That's what I'm saying. Then, Kyle, you could like make so much money wrestling or fighting, because if you had the power of a four hundred pound man at 135 pounds, no one could beat you at wrestling if you just had a few basic mm -hmm. moves. I'd be at a UFC champion. Definitely possible. Definitely possible. I mean, it, it, I mean it's possible it's, now. Imagine if I was the strongest man in the world. No. Definitely could be. <laughs> I'd go get revenge on Jordan Burroughs. Okay. Speaking of competitions for Ben Askren, would Ben – this is a kind of silly question, but I just wanted to ask it. Would Ben ever face Gordon Ryan in a BJJ match, ADCC Heck rules? no. Hell no. Yeah. No one could beat that guy. I don't even train jiu-jitsu. I haven't trained jiu-jitsu since I retired. And when I was training jiu-jitsu, I couldn't beat him because no one could beat him because he's the best guy on planet Earth. And then, and then on top of that, he's significantly larger than me. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't want to face him in jiu-jitsu. So you're open to the idea. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you guys pay me enough money, whatever. But he's gonna kick my ass. I feel like. I mean, he does that to everybody. Gordon is always. Uh, fighting on one of our cards. Yes. So I guess credit to the grappling community for. Taking fights with him, no, right? No, it's a huge problem. No one will fight this guy. But it always seems like he's always on the card. So, but the, it's none. Okay, so he's fought like two straight guys that are 180 pounds. He's like 220, and then yeah, uh, his next fight he is going to be against someone bigger. But for the most part, all the best big guys will not fight him. Like Andre Galval won't fight him. I don't want to be like the guy that Andre Galval is the guy. Or... Or... Fight him. No, they. They don't because oh, wow. if you agree to fight Gordon Ryan, you're not just agreeing to fight Gordon Ryan. You are entering his trash talk stratosphere, which people just do not yeah, want to be the in. Best at it, huh? And he's, he's going to beat you because he beats everybody. I mean, yes. literally, people can't beat him in jiu-jitsu right now. At some point, maybe, but but right now, there's not a person on planet Earth that could beat Gordon Ryan in jiu-jitsu. No, there's there's not. He's a he's as dominant a force as there may be in sports right now. We'll see how yeah. long it is. He the greatest and athlete of all time, you guys think? <laughs> Stop. Like, where's he rank against like Secretariat? Secretariat and like some cheetahs that I think he'd have to do it for a bunch of years. But I mean, the, the, the other kudos to him is he'll go up <laughs> and face ben guys. Like, I know Ben's like I, I'm being I'm being a smart ass. Listen, if he if he if he kept dominating like this, yeah, he's gonna be as dominant for his sport as I mean, he, he's more dominant than anyone in wrestling right now, for sure. Well. Sajulayev has Sajulayev more dominant. Okay. When's the last time Gordon's lost? He lost. Has Sajulayev went up and faced the heavyweight Christian? Because I think I, Gordon's done that, right? Um, well, he wins the absolute every time. Yes. Um, he lost in like 2017 to Felipe Pena. 
That was four years ago. Okay, like, Sajalayev. Um, that's also when, lost in also 2017. 2017. <laughs> also 2017, but before that, Sajalayev hadn't lost since like 2013. So he has but one loss since 2013. Does he go up to heavyweight? Because Gordon's went up to heavyweight. Well, technically, well, first of all, going absolute in jiu-jitsu is different than wrestling. Don't make and excuses. I'll, it's not an excuse. It's, it's just factual. Second, Sajalayev did change weight classes and won. No, heavyweight. I want him to go to heavyweight. I want him to wrestle the big boys. I want him to beat Gable Stevenson. If he beats Gable, I'll say he's as good as Gordon in his sport. <laughs> if Sajalayev beats Gable Stevenson, you'll say he's better at jiu-jitsu than Dude, Gordon Ryan. I'd like to you see guys, Gordon Ryan you guys win the Kentucky put, Derby before I make a statement <laughs> on him. You guys should put Gable versus Sajalayev on a card. That would be tremendous. I'd buy Gable that for versus, sure. I'd rather see Gable versus Secretariat. You guys are idiots. <laughs> My money's still hey, on the alliance from the Ghost in the what? Darkness. Ben. <laughs> ben. So this is a bit. So some people actually put well, like animals. I mean, it was like Sports Illustrated named Secretary. But like I've seen people athlete. on Twitter this year say what? like horses are the best athletes ever. I don't get it. This is, it's dumb. a real thing. So people be like, yeah, Secretary is the best one of the best athletes of all time because i mean it's all so bray submitted the the lions from the ghosts in the darkness is <laughs> some of the greatest athletes of all time yeah dude. there's some mountain goats that i think are probably oh, more athletic and a couple cheetahs uh oh we got we it? brackets oh, oh we got brackets on. let's go hold on we, we got them or not no we got numbers next to names oh Why now we got excited all right we got numbers next to names oh my gosh how do we oh, do this i don't see any numbers next to names i'm on the page Look to uh, you got to click entry list and then I'm on. Numbers. Oh, oh, on the entry list, not the participants. Jordan, so Jordan got number one fifty five, which oh, so you got to put these in order. Uh -oh. Yeah. Oh my god. Right, let me see if I can put this oh in a spreadsheet. Oh, right it should just be like one through twenty eight, but no, there was all kinds of random numbers. Hit the oh, biggest number I see, there's a two fourteen on here. It goes as low as seventy three. Uh oh, Bekbulatov's close. Bekbulatov's one eighty three, but the Yemeni guy is one fifty four, so that's gonna be an easy dub. That'll be a dub. Oh, Gadziev's two thirty five. That's not good because that means he's probably on the bottom side. Because I see uh, Habits on the top side, Moldova's on the top side. Kozak says Bekbulatov and Oliver on the same side. That's what's up. That's not good. <sighs> dang, on it. Gosh, dang it. Dagnummit. What about um, Gad? So, yeah, we got, let's see, Gadziev, where is he at? See, Seabass is 124, so he may be on the bottom also. Beck Bulatov, Gadziev's 235, so he's like the bottom of the bottom. Dude, this is big stink. If... All right, let me see if this bracket will come out. Can someone, can someone copy and paste these into a Google Drive and then sort them? Let me see if I can do it real fast. Yeah, do, you see the, uh, do you see the PDF, Bray? Uh, this, PDF. this PDF right here, yeah, that's where, that's where I'm on. Okay, got it. Hold on, I'm trying to sort these bad boys for you guys. See if my tactic works. Yeah, very, I'm very tech savvy. I'll put them all in the same freaking thing. Annoying. Didn't work. I all right. Well, I don't know if we're going to. Um... All right. It should. If if the entries are out, then it should be soon that Only we minutes. get the bracket too. Sure. All right. Let's keep one more, on. yeah, one one more question. You got to ask us another question. Is there a case for Amos to be OW over Mendez this past weekend? Hashtag FRL questions. Oh, well, Lom Todd is on the same side too. Oh, I, well, I say no because uh, depth of the bracket just wasn't there. 
Uh, I think there's there should be something to be said for winning both styles so incredibly dominantly. Even though I know that doesn't probably factor in, there's probably an OW for each style. But yes. that to me is like there's a there's an Iron Man component to that. Oh, we also got to talk about this. Bim Provisor, who is... Oh, he's going to wrestle in college. He's going to wrestle in college at Grandview. How old? Is he 30? Yeah. Yes. Um, he is... He'll be 31 in June. And he's going to enroll... True freshman, baby. True freshman. So he's going to Grandview. There's all kinds of NAI news. So you have you have that. Then you have Jimmy Zaleski being named uh, oh, yeah. coach at Jamestown. Jamestown, Jamestown Jimmy's. Mm-hmm. And then... Is that why he went there? Possibly. We can't rule it out at this point. Because they named the logo after him. And they look to be black and orange, so he doesn't have to get rid of... He yeah. doesn't need any new ties. Right. Um, That's got to factor in. And then Ali Reagan... Grandview women's wrestling coach. Okay. So the NAI arms race is officially on. <laughs> Bray, did you like see it. this arms race coming as a former NAI athlete? I actually wish we had That's NAI right. in Wisconsin. I really wish we did because they, they have decent scholarship opportunities. Yeah. Um, whereas D, you know, D3, which is most of Wisconsin, doesn't have scholarship opportunities. So I wish we had a couple NAIs up here give them scholarship opportunities to some more athletes. So why do they have scholarships and others don't? That's, that's the rules. I didn't make the NA rules. They, well, I know they, it's they, the rules, they actually give a lot of scholarships. D3 is the only one that doesn't. D2, D2 you can get a scholarship. It's not, not, but it's not, not nearly as many, right? It's like four and a half a team maybe or something like that. And, and Bray, what's the rules on NAIA? It's a so, lot. It's like 30% of the total amount of people on the team or something. Well, NAI, a lot of times the scholarship rules are determined by conference. So the conference we were, the conference I was in, you could only give out, the max scholarship somebody could get was was tuition, not tuition, room and board. But then our scholarships worked on an average. So so like you could give out, um, for, for us back in the day, you know, our t- tuition, room and board all together was probably close to $30,000 when I was coaching. You, the average you get was like 4,500 bucks. So you can give full tuition, which, which, you know, let's call it like 22,000, but to give one guy 22, you got to get like four guys to come for free. Um, so, so there's, you know, so it's like, you know, so it's, uh, kind of so like 20% of the roster. Cause I heard it was a percentage of the roster. It's, it depends on the conference. Like we, you could, we could have right. given out literally everybody on the roster, 4,500 bucks. And we could have had a hundred people on the roster. There was no roster cap. There's no, whatever, you know, but so uh, it's, but if you really want to, you know, in that conference, if you really want to recruit the top guys, mm-hmm. you've got to like get a bunch of guys to come for free. Um, yeah. Hey, I was able to get these names into a spreadsheet or and put them in an order. I don't have a, a bracket yet, but I'm going to share that with you guys. Um, so let's Tyler. I'm going to share it with Tyler. Oh, hey, you know what we didn't talk about senior nationals. Imar looks so out of shape, and he he pinned Skatska after losing by nine. Um, and that was probably why he didn't wrestle in the trials because he probably hasn't been able to train long enough to be in really good shape. Yeah. Um, you know, first tournament back in – when's the last time he wrestled? Long time. Been a while. He, he did not look great. Yeah. Um, well, that will happen when you're first coming back to the mat. You from know? injury yeah. too. How, did you fully yeah. trust your body? I think that was a little bit of it more than yeah, for sure. him not being in great shape. So it's kind of a – a tough first match back for sing- just get dropped into a senior 
uh, senior level tournament yes. bracket type thing, maybe. Uh, so, but it was good to see him back. He found a way to win, and then I, I think I understand why he, why he forfeited in the final. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, what's the status on the on the bracket? Um, so I sent it to I sent it to Tyler. He's got the list. Um, Kozak says he can make a bracket if I share the sheet with him. So I well, if, if it's twenty eight, it'd be sixteen on the bottom and twelve on the top. No man so said he count. is bottom side with Beck Boltov and Gadziev. I damn it, I can't. This is too small. I can't this see your cool. list here. <sighs> oh, hold on, hold on. I gotta I gotta reorder. I gotta do something here real quick. I gotta put zeros in front of these. Yeah. But but it would yeah so it'd be sixteen on the bottom twelve on the top is how you so you just count twelve down and then that's the bottom, and then it you know you just pair them up obviously. I'm gonna put these in a different order. It's it's sorted by number, but that means that the the one hundreds go ahead of the the zeros. So one second. Uh oh. This is good radio. All right. As far as radio Great goes. radio. So now it's now it's in the correct order. You can see where Jordan Oliver is. Hold on, can, um, can we? Can you put the link yeah, in the chat though? You got to switch it, flip it over though. So no one can see it right now. Um, there it is. Okay, so Jordan is I there below. Now, do we need to scroll to see like who's all down below oh, and what his path looks like? Yeah, let's see here. Hold on. Kozak's putting. Kozak is putting a uh, a bracket together for us, so we'll have that momentarily. All right. Well, I think we should go. Um, All right. Let's we're not going to have this momentarily. Um, I think it's going to take a little bit. But what we're going to do, we're going to hustle to get some bracket breakdown reaction content out ASAP as possible. So we're going to get off here and not waste ASAP, your time. ASAP as possible. That's as soon as possible as possible. Yes, Ben. That's how soon we want to do it. <laughs> and then he starts tonight, right? 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Eastern 4 time. 4 a.m. Okay. Eastern. Three, three R time, biggin. Uh, you're just up to change Hayden's diaper then. Brecky hasn't changed the diaper yet. He's not gonna start what? Soon. Brecky? I'm, no, I'm kidding. He's He's damn joking. Diaper. Ben. He's joking. Ben. He's joking. Sean Charles claimed he never changed the diaper. Allegedly. That's. I'm just saying straight up. That's, that's pathetic. Mean guy. That's pathetic. <laughs> that is pathetic. I'll just say it right now. It's pathetic. Um, uh... All right. No offense. Well, actually, Jeez. offense. Take offense. I think it's bad. Change your kids' diapers, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Go J.O.